This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Round the Cauldron. My name is Megan, and I'm here to shed light on Wicca from a modern perspective. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. So grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me Round the Cauldron. everyone and thanks for joining me for episode 25 of Round the Cauldron. If this is your first time listening, I'm glad you're here. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Show notes and links for each episode can be found at roundthecauldron.com. Come back often and feel free to leave a review wherever you listen to help other witchy people find me. You can also help support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. There you can get sneak peeks of new products, exclusive content, and a coupon code for use in my shop once a month, depending on the tier. This week's episode is sponsored by me again. I'm going to be sponsoring this episode at least, maybe all of the episodes in August, unless somebody reaches out and would like to sponsor an episode. Um, So for all of you, all of my listeners out there, head on over to roundthecauldron.com slash shop and use the code PC15. That's PC15 to get 15% off your order. This is good for all of July. Um, and I have opened up my tarot readings for the year, year ahead reading. These are normally $75. So use that code PC15 and you can get 15% off of that. And that is a huge and complex reading that spans the entirety of, at this point, the year 2020. Um, it goes into detail of every every month, the whole vibe of the year, what you can expect for your life and your career and whatever it is that you want to focus on in this reading. It can be very general or it can be very specific. Um, so head on over to my shop and check that out. I also want to say thank you so much for your patience um, with last week's episode about candle magic, episode 24. Um, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, one of the plugins that I use to track my statistics for the podcast went off the rails and made all of my audio stop working. So I don't know what happened. Um, At this point, I don't even know if anybody has been able to listen to episode 24. Um... And I can't track any of my statistics anymore for each episode. So that really breaks my perfectionist heart, but I'm just going to have to deal with it until either they figure it out or we figure out what caused the problem. Um, I had to use the process of elimination to figure out what plugin was causing the issue and found out that it was that one. So if you're having any issues with the audio and the podcast, I'm so sorry and thank you for sticking it out. 
and hopefully the issues are resolved. If not, I'll figure out another fix. Oh, and I have another announcement. Um, so if you follow me on social media at all, you probably will have realized that I've been dropping some hints about a really big decision that I have made recently. Um, so the day that this episode goes live will be the start of my last week at my day job. I have decided to quit. <laughs> and it is terrifying. So, that being said, that leaves so much time open for me to create awesome stuff for all of you guys. Now, some of it will be patron only because I do need to find a way to still bring in some money. So, if you feel like supporting the podcast through Patreon, I would really, really appreciate that. I will be doing things over on Patreon. I might do live streams of the podcast for patrons um, since one of the perks of being a patron on Patreon anyway is getting access to the podcast episodes before they go live. Um, so follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of those links are in the show notes and keep an eye out for those updates because I will let you all know when that happens. Now today I wanted to talk about healing from spiritual trauma. Now my main experience with this is in going from monotheism to polytheism and the baggage that I carry with me daily. Um, and this is going to look different for everyone. And I'm not really, I'm not speaking for everybody at all. Like I cannot do that. Um, so this episode might, might get a little heavy. I don't know what triggers you and what causes bad, bad feelings for you. So just be advised. Um, before I jump into it though, I really need to define spiritual trauma in the way that I mean, um, cause it can mean different things for different people. And, you know, I think trauma might be even too big of a word for this. Maybe, maybe I should just use the word baggage. Yeah, we'll go with, um, spiritual baggage. So spiritual baggage is the junk that we bring with us from other belief systems that we might have really had our hand in. Um, for me, this comes in the form of monotheism and Christianity. For others, it could be from Islam or atheism or agnosticism. It can literally be any other theism out there that causes spiritual baggage. Now, spiritual baggage is the things that we carry with us, be it um, ideals, dogma, fears, etc., from previous faiths that have either been ingrained in us from birth or indoctrinated in us from a previous practice and a conversion. So a good example of this is the idea of sin from Christianity. A lot of new Wiccans, for example, get really hung up on the Wiccan read. And this is especially true, I've found, um, if those Wiccans are coming from an Abrahamic faith and converting to Wicca. That idea of sin 
and right from wrong and punishment by the divine for not uh, for doing bad or evil things. It's hard to leave behind when that's what you've been used to for most, if not all of your life. So some of the common forms of spiritual baggage that I have experience with either personally or witnessing it in someone else, those are going to be dogma, fear, patriarchy and judgment and racism and exclusion. So we'll start with dogma. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a million different forms of spiritual baggage that can follow a person from one faith to another. And I don't have the time nor the experience to go through every single one with you. So if you have another idea, feel free to leave a comment on the show notes page for this episode. Shoot me an email. um, Send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter. I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this uh, topic as well. So dogma is the idea of rules and structure set forth by an authority in a faith. And in my opinion, this is why a lot of new Wiccans look for covens and elders and teachers. It's very easy to feel overwhelmed when you don't have someone telling you how to do things and how to do things the quote-unquote right way. And it's apparent when you come across new Wiccans looking for those teachers. I found that they're afraid of doing something wrong and they are seeking the structure that they're used to. Now, you can find structure within covens and traditions, but it's not going to be like the structure of most Christian faiths. It's much looser and, in my experience, more flexible regarding the rules and the structure. There are... There are some traditions that still cling to this idea of dogma and a hierarchy within the faith, and that is apparent to me in um, different levels of initiation. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, There's nothing wrong with structure. I find that structure can be a very good learning tool, um to go from sort of one level to the next. What I found is that in a lot of covens, if you leave one coven to go to another, you have to start at ground zero, basically. You have to start all over from the bottom as a level one initiate or a neophyte, or I don't even remember what all of the... Oh, they're degrees. It's a degree system. So it's like a a neophyte, a first degree, second degree, third degree, what have you. And that really shows the spiritual baggage of dogma coming from other faiths. Because Christianity, in my experience, is very dogmatic. You have a set structure and a set hierarchy. And depending on the um, the branch of Christianity, you have specific people who are the only people that com- can commune with it, with God, and some some people in some traditions do bring that baggage with them into Wicca and into their polytheistic practice. Another baggage that's really left over from um, 
monotheistic spiritual practices is fear. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't like to live my life in fear every day. I mean, I'm a woman, so, I mean, there's a there's a little bit of a constant fear anytime I go anywhere by myself. But that's that's completely different. Um, spiritual fear and faith-based fear is completely different. Within most Abrahamic faiths, there is some sort of idea that says you should fear God. We all know what fear is. I would hope so. Um, but most of the fears that are apparent within Christianity or other monotheistic beliefs don't hold true within Wicca or most other pagan traditions. I can't speak for all of them because I don't know. So if you know of some that are different, please let me know. Um, but the fears that are carried forth from Christianity are going to be the fear of sin and the fear of eternal damnation and the fear of the wrath of God. Now, I don't live with those fears. For me, those are not valid fears, and they have no place in my faith. Um, I don't believe in the idea of sin. I don't believe in the idea of eternal damnation. Um, I do believe that deities and uh, gods and goddesses can be vengeful and wrathful, but I think that they have better things to worry about than every single teeny tiny detail of every living thing on this planet. And that's something I never got about Christianity, is you have this omnipotent being. Am I saying that right? Omnipotent? Omnipotent? I don't know. You have this deity that sees all, knows all, hears all, and he's worried about every single detail about every single person. And how can he do that? Anyways, that's a different topic, I guess. Um, but fear is a really big piece of spiritual baggage that a lot of people who are converting from an Abrahamic faith carry with them. And some examples of this that I can find is that... Many new Wiccans or Wiccans that haven't been exposed to other pagan faiths cling to the Wiccan read and the idea of the threefold law. They cling to it for dear life. And in my opinion, that comes from a fear of being punished, a fear that what you do is going to come back and haunt you. Uh, because of the universe or because of God or the goddess or whichever being you believe in. I had another thought, but it disappeared on me. Oh, um, oh, well, I guess this goes with the, the judgment, but I can, I can throw this in here. Um, fear for other people. Well, I guess it goes with both. I don't know. I'll talk about it anyways. Um, so one of my biggest pet peeves within Wicca 
is when other Wiccans push their faith faiths on other people. Now, I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook that are for witches and Wiccans and pagans and in the whole meshing, melting pot of polytheistic people. And I am constantly seeing someone in there asking a question about a binding spell or ingredients that would work for a hex or a curse. And it never fails that some of the comments, some of the first comments are from Wiccans who are saying, you can't do that. What about the threefold law? What about the Wiccan, the Wiccan reed? And in harm none, do what thou wilt. You can't curse people. It's against the reed. Like, hello? Quit preaching to people. I don't know if this is coming from a fear of other people or just feeling a need to preach to people and I don't even know why. Um, but that I see that as a, a part of spiritual baggage. And if you can't recognize the spiritual baggage or you don't know that you're doing it, it's hard to heal from it. So let's move on to the next one that I have here is patriarchy. Now I'm a feminist. I am a devout feminist. And I'm not one of those man-hating feminists that let people call out, you're just a feminist because you hate men. No, that's not true. But I'm not here to discuss feminism today. Feminism. Maybe I'll have another episode about feminism and the craft. But patriarchy is another part of spiritual baggage that I have seen. And this might just be my experience. I don't, I can't speak for anyone else. This spiritual baggage doesn't really present itself in the way that others do. Um, so we know with patriarchy, everything is ruled by man. Um, there aren't any female leaders or female presenting or female identified leaders. Um, so from, from here forward, female is going to be, if you identify as female, you are a female. That's how I'm going to do that. Um, no female leaders, hardly any female representation in positions of power. Women have always been labeled as witches. Um, in Christianity, women are seen as the bad guys. Um, this is in the book of Genesis with Eve being tempted by the serpent and eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge, causing the so-called downfall of humankind and the idea that original sin was brought on by a woman. So, we don't see these things necessarily within Wicca or paganism. We see the opposite. So, a lot of Wiccans, a lot of Wiccans, are so focused on goddess worship because we have been starved of that female representation for our entire lives. We have always been told God is a man and that, that the goddesses that you see in mythology are, they're just myths. They're just stories. But then you go pick up the Bible and that's, tr that's fact. That's true. 
So we've been lacking in the representation, the female representation in our lives for ever, pretty much. Um, so Wiccans tend to take the opposite to the extreme and only focus on goddess worship and sort of leave the god hanging. They acknowledge him a little bit um, sometimes, but everything is focused solely on the feminine aspect of the divine and the goddess and just leaving everything out or everything um, to do with the god or any aspect of male divinity leaving it on the on the sidelines and that's a piece of spiritual baggage we've we've had male deity shoved in our faces our whole lives so once we get a little bit of that freedom and we break away and we realize that male divinity is not all there is a lot of new wiccans just run with it. They just run with it and follow all of the goddesses or focus solely on goddess worship. And I think that's something that needs to be healed, especially within Wicca when you're looking at the different uh, stories and reasons for celebrating the Sabbaths. You can't have one without the other solely from a Wiccan perspective. And that needs to be healed before you can adequately practice your faith and connect with the divine in whichever form suits you best. And then, like I said earlier, with fear and the preaching, um, that leads back to the so the social the spiritual the spiritual baggage of judgment. With monotheism and Christianity, people always say, you know, only God can judge you, but they don't really apply that in their lives. Um, With the idea of judgment and monotheism, the idea of sin is applied to the whole human population. And since most of the world was Christian at one point. I believe so. I don't know. That that might be wrong. A majority of the world practiced some form of monotheistic faith or Abrahamic faith. Part of their part of their tenets and their mission is to convert anybody that is not of their faith. Not of their faith. So they preach to everyone, and they proselytize. I don't even think I said that right. They preach to everyone, and they try to convert everyone, and everyone needs to be saved, or they are going to suffer in hell for all of their afterlife. And that's where Wiccans getting stuck on the Wiccan read and sort of applying that to everyone they meet really comes into play. Um, because not everybody that practices witchcraft is Wiccan. Not everybody that falls under the umbrella term of paganism is Wiccan. The more you preach to people about the Wiccan read and the threefold law 
and and it harm none, do what ye will, the more people are going to get tired of having you in those circles because you're you're doing what other faiths have done to them for decades. And you're preaching to them and telling them that what they're doing is wrong when you have no idea what goes into their faith at all. So don't do it. Heal that spiritual baggage. Let it go. And healing spiritual baggage and letting it go can be a really long and difficult process. Because firstly, you have to realize that you have that spiritual baggage to begin with. And if it's something that you've done your entire life, how are you supposed to know that it's not supposed to be there? Right? When everybody else around you has the same spiritual baggage, how are you supposed to know that it's not conducive to living your best life? That would be like everybody, like you having an extra finger on your right hand instead of five fingers, you have six fingers. And everyone else around you also has six fingers. How are you supposed to know unless you educate yourself that having six fingers is not the biological norm? You're not. So the first step is really realizing that this baggage that you have is left over from previous experiences and previous teachings. You need to realize that you've been indoctrinated and taught these things, typically from a, from a young age. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just if you're going from one faith to another because the first faith doesn't, doesn't feel right to you, you can't apply those same principles to the faith that you're converting to because then it's just going to keep not feeling right. So you have to do some deep spiritual healing and shadow work. And shadow work can be hard, especially if you have other experiences that are tied to these indoctrinated beliefs and these fears and this baggage that you carry around with you. So once you realize that the things you're doing and the things that you're applying to Wicca or your paganism, whichever paganism, whichever kind of pagan you are, because I can't speak today, once you realize that it's not, it's not the way things should be and that there is a better way for you to live a healthier life spiritually, you need to sit with those feelings for a while. I recommend starting a journal as you're taking this journey on releasing your spiritual baggage, confront any hard emotions that you might be having. Uh, And this is all if it's safe to do so, okay? If you have mental health issues um, or you have a mental illness, please don't do something that you're not comfortable with. If you have a spiritual baggage that's tied to an emotional trauma, that you can't handle on your own, there's nothing wrong with that. Work through it with a professional, please. Do what you need to do to keep yourself healthy, okay? 
Now, as far as everyone else goes, I do recommend keeping a journal, detailing the detailing the spiritual baggage that you think you have. Give examples and certain situations of things that might be, uh, that might fit in with that particular type of spiritual baggage and start to let go. Detail your experiences with how you feel holding on to that spiritual baggage and meditate on it and do what you need to do to let it go. Educate yourself if you need to educate yourself. Talk to somebody if you need to talk to somebody. Ask questions. There's nothing wrong with not having all the answers. Send me a message. Send me an email if you have questions on whether or not something is spiritual baggage or if you'd like my opinion. Send me an email. But go through and figure out what is and what isn't spiritual baggage and make note of how you feel once you start the process of letting it go. Do you feel lighter? Is it like a weight being lifted off your shoulders? Are you more confused? Because that's okay. That happens too. But it can be a long and drawn out process. And it's not always something that you can do on your own. And, you know, this is as good a time as any to talk about letting go of this baggage. We can't expect to heal from our past if we don't acknowledge it as something that needs healing. You know, this isn't about being positive about everything in life. I mean, most most times healing is one of the hardest things to do, especially if you're trying to heal from something that you've been told your entire life. I don't often get all love and light in my life, but with the state of things in my country right now, I can't help but have hope for a better tomorrow. We can't do that unless we heal and let go of our baggage that keeps us from being the best people we can be to create a better world for our children. Until next time, everyone. Bye! Please consider supporting this podcast at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron, where you can get patron-only perks. Also, don't forget to head over to roundthecauldron.com for show notes, links, articles, and more.